Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Welcome back to the Mujeron Podcast. I am super excited for the conversation we're going to have today. If you are somewhere right now where you kind of feel like there's more out there for you, you know that there's a life that you have dreamt of having, and you still haven't necessarily like stepped out of your own way to go get it. Our speaker today is going to help us with that. And that is Fernanda Kelly. She is a Emmy winning TV host actress, entrepreneur, and motivational speaker. She is also the founder of NITAC, and she's going to be telling us a little bit more about her empowerment movement and everything that she's doing for us Latinas and how she's empowering us to create that life of our dreams. Fernanda, gracias for being here today. I'm super excited to chat with you and learn more about you. Hi, Sonia. Thank you so much. I love your name, Sonia Alejandra. Es de como de novela. <laughs> and I'm, I'm very excited to be part of this Mujeron movement because it really is awesome. So felicidades. Thank you so much. I feel like our missions really align and just listening to your story and what you've done, even with the TV background, it's so inspirational to see women like you after having, you know, what many people might say, wow, you know, that's the career of her dreams, but you really being brave enough to be true to yourself and tell yourself like, no, voy a hacer esa vida that I've always dreamt of having. I'm going to work for it. And now you're doing it. So tell us a little bit more about Nitak and what you're doing. Thank you. Yes. So Nitak is a clothing brand that we launched two years ago. It's going to be August 28th. going to be two years in August 28th. Anyway, and Nitak stands for not your typical average queen. So basically it's a brand for women online that wants to really remind the women of their inherent power and the power that we have as we are, right? Because we're not the same We're not supposed to be typical. We're not supposed to be average. We're not supposed to be all in this one cardboard box and just fit the mold. It's just, we're perfect the way we are and we need to acknowledge that. And that's the brand. That's the mission behind the brand. And you've worked doing events and different things to support Latinas. What do you think has been like the most impactful experience of like creating this brand that is purposely there to remind us that, we have ovarios, you know, we're not your typical average queen. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a great question because if I didn't go through the struggles that I've gone through, I, I wouldn't have this brand. I probably have another brand, something else that I would share with the, my community, but I really have gone through everything that I stand for, everything that NITEC stands for. Like I have gone for my dreams. Like you said, I have really, you know, not followed the rules. I really followed my gut, my instinct. And so when it comes to the community, I see the fear and it's very, um, I wouldn't say reasonable. It's, it's, it's very real and it's based on something very true to us, right? Whether it's our background, whether it's like our papas, the way we were raised, the way our abuelas, anything that it's in, in our mindset and in our lineage, in our, in our, in our blood. But then there's also the, the, 
that ones that want to fly out of that or get out of that. And so I see that in my community. I see that in the mujeres that they have these dreams, they have these ideas and these goals and these, you know, lucid stuff they want to create, but they just don't feel like they can't because nobody has done it or for whatever reason they have. And so why we created the Conovarios Church was because I am that woman just like you, just like her, just like anybody else, any other woman, we're all mujerones. We just have to wake up to that. And so Conovarios was created because it's the life force that we have as women. And when we tap into it, nothing becomes impossible. Mm. The thing is we haven't tapped into that power because we're scared because of our upbringing, because of trauma, because of all the ugly things in life, you know, that happened to us along the way. So for me, it's about transforming all that poison, all that hurt, all that pain, all that struggle into medicine and creating something gorgeous for you, which is what we deserve to be happy. Yes, definitely. I love it. Me, me, me pongo chinita because I just that moment when you realize that it's within you, right, that you realize everybody that has already done it is just like you, a human who just decided to take action. And you start with that first step has always been what really fuels me to help other women realize that. And I know that you feel the same about it. So today I wanted you to kind of guide us through and give us like three tips on what we can do if we're in that moment where we're still kind of debating if we should act on these dreams that don't let us sleep at night. But I first want to go back to when you were working for Univision mm -hmm. and you realized like, hey, this is actually not where I want to stay. Because for a lot of us, me included, I want to say me uh, three, four years ago, I thought that was my dream. I thought that was it, that once I made it in that door, I was just going to be the happiest person. And even working in TV, I, I didn't feel fulfilled. And I think ultimately that's what we seek. So I want you to tell us how was it when in that moment when you realized there's more out there for me? Wow. I didn't know you worked on TV. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to know that story. I listened to your podcast, but I haven't heard that piece. Um, but anyway, going to back to your question. Well, you know, I, it goes back to when I was eight years old, I dreamt of being an actor. You know, for me, acting has always been my passion and my drive and my goal and my dream. And it's like, I die for it. And then, you know, when I moved to LA, I studied acting and blah, blah, blah. I did all the steps. And then life just kept putting me in front of TV show producers for hosting. And then they just, they would just hire me. I don't know my personality, the way I am. I don't know, maybe porque me vale madre todo, you know, I don't know. It's just that kind of vibe that I have that they were like, oh, get her as a host. And so I learned to host while on the job. And so I did that. And that kept pushing me away from acting because, you know, the bigger the, the, the role as a host in, in the network, the more responsibility you have and, and the more compromisos and so forth. So anyway, having said that, by the time I was at Univision and I had my show for seven years and I was already an Emmy winner and all these winners and all these kind of things, um, I had already a career. I had a career in hosting for many years, almost like 15 years, right? So I knew that it was my time to start really focusing on acting. Like I had given my life to hosting because of many reasons, because it gives you money. I was making the money. I was able to help my parents. I bought my parents a house. I bought my mom a car. Like I did all the things that you're supposed to do as a daughter and as a 
human being, which is, you know, get a job and earn money and, and that's it. <laughs> Pero my soul was hurting. And mm -hmm. so on the six year mark, I, I really I remember I was at Premio, Premio Lo Nuestro in, in Miami and, you know, I'm supposed to walk the red carpet and all this stuff. And I told my boss, I don't want to walk the red carpet. I just want to go to the beach. And I, when I tell you this, like I, it makes me want to cry because I just, I needed to go back to the stage. I needed to go back to acting. I needed to go just to be Fernanda, the girl that is a, an actor that wants to create art. And that was a moment where I knew I was done. Like my heart was done with hosting, with that world. You know, I appreciate it. I love it. I had so much fun, but my heart needed a break. And so after a year, almost they canceled my show because they fired my boss and just a lot of things that had nothing to do with the success of the show. It was already a success and it was great. And that's when I, I was like, oh my God, the universe listened to me. And I was like, this is my opportunity to focus on myself. And wow. so I did that. I said, I'm not going to take any more jobs in hosting, no matter the money. I don't care if it's six figures, seven figures, I'm going to give this to myself. And that's when Nitak was born. So in the middle of all this uncertainty, in the middle of all this, you know, emptiness that I had nothing, it's when something so beautiful was born. And I also created a show based on my life. And so it's, I was able to connect to Fernanda and my voice as an artist. It's hard, girl. It's not easy. Trust oh, me. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, not getting paid the money I was paid, you know, not flying first class, all the all the good stuff, all the good life, not having that anymore. Even like friends stop talking to me, celebrities, you know, you're not on the front row anymore, you know, of concerts, you're not invited anymore because you're not needed anymore. You're no, you don't have a mic in front of your face. So it's also like such a refreshing learning curve. I mean, I can go on forever. But I think it, to just sum it all up, it's, I followed my heart and the universe was like, okay, you're not going to quit your job because you know, you're dedicated and you're making money and you love it. So let me just take you out. And then you decide. And that's when I decided I'm out and it's been four years. Yeah. And I feel like I just need to repeat that part where you said the moment where you, your show was canceled, right. And to many people that could have been like, just a, a way to go down instead of really building yourself up and deciding to take that step is how powerful it is that when something like that happens to us and we flip it and we see the goodness and we, we really understand that maybe this is an opportunity for us to shift into what we were really meant to do, how powerful that is and how it can change our lives. So thank you so much for sharing that. What would you say would be like, once you go through that experience or once you get that little itch of like, there's more out there for me, what would be the first step that you would tell women to do so that they can start exploring what that itch or what that thing is? I think that's where, where the whole creating your environment comes in, right? I think that's exactly what you said. Like when you have something that happens to us or something that is done to us or something that just, you know, X word you want to put to us, It's really saying, okay, I have, this is happening. I can transform this. How? I have like literally steps. The first one is appreciation. That's the first prayer. You know, I'm, I'm 16 year Buddhist and I meditate every day, day and night for many minutes, hours sometimes. 
And I don't do it because, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm Buddhist and I'm, I meditate. No, it's because if I don't do it, girl, I'm about to kill somebody, you know, including myself. <laughs> it's like, I need to meditate. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I look at my notes, which is the same prayer every day. And it's appreciation. For example, I was going through lately something that very specific with someone in my immediate environment at work. And whether she was right or wrong, it was happening. And so I said, okay, I'm going to appreciate everything of her. And so I just started remembering, okay, she's this, she's amazing at that. She's a beautiful in this. She's and it was a problem between us. So it was, I was focusing on the good from something that was bad at the moment. So I understand when things happen to us that are bad, we still have to appreciate him because it's a wake up to what's next. It's an eye opener to the reality of things. It's a way for us to say, okay, well, this is maybe not serving me. So now I can go this way instead of staying here for another eight years or whatever. It's just like really appreciating the moment. So that's step number one for me. Step number two is to know that I'm worthy. Like to really know that with my life, I am worthy of creating something that I want, like something that's in my heart. Why am I not going to have what I want? The universe is not cruel enough to not give you what I want, what you want. It's only what you allow it to be with you. And so I pray, let me remind myself that I am, you know, que me lo merezco. And so that puts me in a energy, in a, in a vibration, which is the third step. If I don't feel it, I won't happen because the universe responds, responds to our emotion, not to our, what we say. Yes. It's a whole thing like thoughts say, you know, what we say, what we think and what we do, but it starts with the emotion. The universe doesn't know um, anything other than what we're feeling because that's radiates an energy. So I have to radiate the energy and the feeling of I'm on the set. My clothes is selling. I see, you know, everything. You create this world in your, in your heart, in your veins, and you feel it, and therefore it manifests. It's a little marihuana, si quieres llamarlo. <laughs> but it's those three things, appreciation, I'm worthy, and to really, like, feel the dream. Mm. Don't yeah. wait for you to see it. It's not that way. It's we have to feel it to see it. Yeah, there's something about just being in that state of appreciation all the time that, like you said, it just takes you to a different place, right? It, it just makes you feel different. And I feel like it goes with what we were talking about when things don't go the way we want. If we're we continue to be appreciative, it just really allows us to keep pushing, right? And I think it's one of the things that really helps us move forward when those times come. Um, and then the last part that you said with feeling the dream and feeling the vision before it, it happens, what would you say in a moment where we're just like not feeling it? Uh, I, I mean, we've all been there, especially mm -hmm. when creating something that not everyone's going to believe in you. It takes a lot for you to really be in love with what you're doing and just be so confident that this vision is going to happen. How, how do you pull yourself to that place? It's not easy. 
I've been there every day I'm there because it's so hard. It's so hard. Everything that we do. I mean, I've, I've heard your podcast and it's everything takes so much effort. It's just like, it's exhausting. It's draining. And the struggles is just so freaking hard. Like you just want to quit every day. Right. So that happens to me every single day. However, when you, when you start in this rhythm of appreciation of knowing that you're worthy and to really uh, imagining the outcome and feeling the outcome, it becomes like a muscle that you exercise every single day. And so let's say for someone that's barely beginning this journey of creating their business or creating whatever it is they want, their dream, that's just starting as opposed to me that I've already been on this journey for a couple of years and meditating and so forth. Yeah, it's going to be harder for them. But when they continue their journey on, on, on this soul searching and this committing to their dream and their goal, when these kind of fears and doubts come in, it's almost like you just stop it. You're like, okay, a ver, a ver, a ver, Fernanda. You need to elevate your life condition. I can see you're low. And I'm talking to myself here, right? Like I can see that you're low because all this shit is affecting you. All this reality is affecting me. So I got I to gotta step back, breathe, and go, to, and go back to what I know, which is creating. So instead of staying in the funk for one day, two days, five years, 10 years, I stay in it for a very short time because I already know So go back, going back to answer quickly your question, it's like a muscle that you work out and you work out and you work out and all of a sudden you're super buff. You're just in the best shape. And I'm talking about your soul, your mind being in the best shape. I love that. I, I yeah. love that perspective because I mean, one, we've said it's definitely not easy, but I think that when you see it that way, and I always like to compare like the self-growth journey to your like going to the gym, right. And working on your body, because I feel like that's the easiest way that we can perceive it in a physical way. Um, and I think that for me, you're right. Like the faster you can get yourself out of that, the faster you can continue to push and, and work towards those goals. And it's not easy. I mean, it takes, sometimes it takes days, ladies. And honestly, whatever it takes for you to keep pushing, do that. I feel like one of the things is doing things you love, right? Journaling, going out mm -hmm. for a walk, whatever that is. Is there something that's like the number one thing that you know will always get you Yes, mind. girl. Other than other than alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> other than alcohol, uh, going to the beach. Mm. You know, I live in California. And so for me, the ocean, again, reminds me of how little my problems are. Wow. It's just a little piece of sand, just one little grain of sand in the middle of the water of this massive ocean. Like, but my power is just like the water. I have all that power inside. Me. So yeah, it's definitely the ocean. And, you know, like I was at an event this weekend and there's a lot of us were, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, all women. And I was feeling low because, you know, again, we go there. And then talking to these women, Sonia, all the women had the same stories. So I feel like what you're doing with this podcast and with the Mujeron University is a mirror and a reflection of all of us and what we're going through. 
and how together in speaking with each other and supporting each other, we know we got this and we can move forward. So you're never alone. Yes. I feel like when we, when we feel alone, it's because we're so involved in the situation, but we're not, you know, just let's step out. Like you say, go to the ocean, do what you love, or just take a breather. And just remember, oh, Sonia is with me. She's going through this too. Fernanda's with me from NITAC. Uh, everybody. And it doesn't make it better because everybody's suffering with you or, you know, with, you know, no, it's not that, but it's just like, if they can do this, I can too. Why not? Yeah. We have everything it takes. That's so powerful. And I think that's one of the biggest things that in the, in the group of Mujeron University, we realized it's like, wow, even the speakers, you know, and the people that we look up to sometimes they're going through it too. Oh, and right. It's, it's just amazing to really surround yourself with people who are going to be vulnerable and just talk about how it is. Right. And like, not sugarcoated, not trying mm-hmm. to hide all the things that we go through, because if you're building something, if you're going after something big, if you're doing something scary, more than likely you're feeling that way. Oh yeah. Me dan ganas de llorar de nuevo. I, mm-hmm. I'm so holding my tears right now porque it's very real. I don't even know how somebody could fake it or could pretend not to be going through a struggle. It takes everything from us. But that's what it takes. You know, one day we will have that empire that we dream of as long as we don't give up. But the road is not going to be easy, girls, you know, or gentlemen, whoever's listening. Like, like Will Smith always says, you know, when he was knocking on doors and so, nobody believed in him. Nobody believed in his talent. He's like, stop waiting for people to believe in what you got. Nobody will until you're famous, until you're big. Then everybody wants a piece of you. Mm. So it's, it's kind of like really understanding the, the rules of the game and, and, and being willing to play it. Don't, you know, let's not give up. Let's not stop. You said in one of your podcasts, like the only, the only way for things not to happen is if we stop. Let's just keep going. It's yeah. tough. And, and going back to your analogy of working out, you know, people, most people stop working out because they don't see results right away. Right. It's nothing's like that. We cannot see results right away. It's the, not even a plant grows in a day. I mean, everything takes time. Yes, I love it. I love this conversation so much. So many good things. <laughs> so remember, ladies, get yourself into that appreciative and just um, gratefulness state. Um, know your self-worth. Understand that. Believe it. And always look at that vision and Mm -hmm. feel that vision and and do the things that are going to help you stay in that place. Thank you so much, Fernanda. Before we wrap up, I want you to tell us what's coming up with Nitak. Um, I know that you're wearing the shirt right now for those of you that can see, because you're listening. Go ahead. (laughs) You can see it. You can see it. (laughs) Yeah. um, I love that shirt. Tell us a little bit more about what's coming up with Nitak. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for, for this space. I, I love having this conversation with you, Sonia. Felicidades for everything that you're doing. And Nitak, we turned two. We turned two years old and we created the shirt, I Am Latina, Hear Me Roar. And what that represents, this shirt, you know, as an actor, as somebody that's in the entertainment industry, I'm never enough. Mm. I'm never Latina enough. I'm never white enough. I'm never dark enough. I'm never tall enough. I'm never, you know, short enough. I've never have big boobs enough. I never have anything enough. 
it's always, oh, can you do this? Can you, can you do that? Can you do better this? And so the reason why I created this, I'm Latina, hear me roar is like, I am who I am and I am here to fucking make you hear me. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to hear me. I am here to make my dreams come true. As a Latina, as a mujer, as a woman con ovarios, I'm here and I'm roaring at you. So it's that power that it's just dying for me to come out. It's the fierce, you know, the fierceness, the animal instinct in me. That's just like, ya, párale a tu pedo, párale a tu odio, párale a todo. Like, yes. no. So that's the two year. <laughs> and it's all, it's all the struggle. It's what we're talking about. It's so much. It's like, ya. Hear me roar. Yeah. And sometimes it's to ourselves, right? It's that reminder to our, that voice inside of us that keeps pushing us down. Like, no, we got this. And we're here to show ourselves and in, in the world that we're going to keep fighting for our dreams. I love, I love that message. Yes, girl. Yes. All that. Yes, yes, yes. And where can we find you and, and the shirt and, and everything about what you're up to? The website is nitac.com and ytaq.com. Uh, Mujeron, Katie thank you so much for tuning in to another episode uh, of the Mujeron Podcast. The store, Please make sure Instagram you subscribe, share, leave a review Nita. so you can help us Perfect. get we'll so be many more that on the show notes. Fernanda, Don't forget, thank you, you can so also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams. And follow her, follow her for more motivation, more inspiration. Thank you again, Fernanda. Gracias a ti, un abrazo a todas.